Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. Join this wonderful pizza from Slice on Broadway, the people in Pittsburgh that provide good pizza to podcasters. Hey guys, it's Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. It's the Awesome Cast number 250, hitting a little bit of a milestone there, uh, creeping up on our five year anniversary. Wow. Thank you, Uncle Crappy, for pointing that out, by the way. <laughs> He's on with us. Uncle Crappy from the Uncle Crappy Command Center in. Uh, <laughs> In, in in Bellevue, PA, at the Crap Center, at the Crap Center, yeah, the Crap Center, or Crappy House. I, I I I notice round numbers like that. So two fifty, I'm like, really two fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that that that's a pretty cool thing. So congratulations on that. Awesome, awesome. And, you know, we can call it Studio C for you, or do we give yeah, that to somebody that's cool. else? That's fine. Um, and uh, also on the couch, we're doubled up again. We got Dutters back in the studio, <laughs> of course. Looking at us. That's us. To oh, don't I, I didn't turn the TV on in front of you? No. no. Oh, jeez. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, we'll leave it on Are you. you. Listening. <laughs> At K Dutters on the Twitters, as I'm turning the TV on so they can see other people. Excuse me. That was close. Now we get to see ourselves. There you go. The magic of the TVs. Yeah. Studio monitors come in handy. Uh, At K Dutters, at Chill on the Twitters. How are you guys doing? Oh, good. I'm glad my shirt shows up really well. It says I run for whiskey. (laughs) There you go. And, of course, you can join us here in this craziness uh, live every Tuesday about 7, maybe a little earlier very soon at live.awesomecast.net. You can probably hang out about 6.30 or so in the chat room. Wheels is in there hanging out. He was was sad because we kind of moved the show. And we didn't tell him. Um, so, sorry about that. But he had his pizza. Uh, anyways, but you can check out everything else going on at awesomecast.net. We've been doing some mini awesome casts, some news bites. Uh, we're going to switch around the schedule a little bit for that as well. Uh, but those will be popping up here later this week. And, uh, of course, awesome chat. We talked with uh, our friend uh, Chris Aiken from uh, the Coin Op Hall of Fame. And I, w- I want to talk about that a little bit later in the show. But please check that out. And we got another one lining up within our Alpha Lab alumni with Nebulous. So, uh, about. Uh, uh, editing audio in the cloud. We talked about them briefly on the show when I first discovered these guys, and they come so far since then. So let's get into. Oh, and also please subscribe to us. We're on uh, YouTube, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and uh, please check us out on the social medias at AwesomeCast, AwesomeCast on the uh, Facebook, Facebook groups, and Google Plus. So let's get into the awesome things of the week you guys all got them lined up here so let's knock them down uh let's start with you let's start with uh the returning uncle crappy hello um as I, guys if you've been watching this for a while you know that i'm i am a uh, i'm employed as a member of the mainstream media uh and i'm always happy to see uh instances where 
Uh, my my old fashioned side of my profession collides with the, with the more modern side. Um, I came across a thing uh, on, on Politico today, actually, about Snapchat um, hiring to get people ready. Uh, to, to get ready to cover the uh, uh, the uh, presidential uh, campaign in 2016, which is actually which is well underway right now, um, and this is this is a cool thing. We're we uh, being people in in my profession are just kind of figuring out what Snapchat is. I know a colleague of mine uh, had a, a week long Kiplinger uh, fellowship at, at the Ohio State University. It's just completely coincidence. I'm wearing this and mentioning this. Um, uh, and 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 one of the one of the platforms that they covered. This is a, a, a comprehensive social media thing uh, for for old media folks like me. Um, but one of the things that they covered uh, fairly extensively was Snapchat. Um, Snapchat has added uh, a dozen or so dedicated channels for uh, for uh, mainstream media uh, outlets, um, and and some of them are doing some really cool stuff. I don't I don't know if the Washington Post is one of the the channels that a Snapchat is uh, has. Um, uh, 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 let onto the platform, but but they do really really cool stuff. Um, that's a, that's something that you can you can subscribe to, um, just as a uh, uh, as a um, a, a daily uh, feature mm-hmm. that they add to as they go through the day. Um, it's something that I don't know really well. I will admit that, but I, I've played around with it a little bit. But it's interesting to me to see what yeah. There's a there's a, a quick look at uh, mm-hmm. you can see some of the outlets or you can see CNN and some. Uh, the Food Network. Um, uh, Daily Mail is a part of this, um, um, but that, but that's, but this is, uh, this is something that, that folks in my business are just uh, starting to um, uh, to pay attention to. I, I'm curious what what you guys would think as someone sort of on the other side of this uh, equation. Uh, if that's something that um that that you would watch, that you would follow, um, whether it's presidential campaign or just kind of more mainstream news in general, is this a, a viable thing? Uh, is that Snapchat is a, a, a good place for this to be? Is it, um, when I think Snapchat, I automatically think of a younger audience than us. <laughs> Is that mm-hmm. bad? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's kind of when, when I was doing my talk last week, uh, over at Carnegie Library, it was like, this is Snapchat. You in this room are not going to understand why this is a popular thing, but you want the people who are probably right. So yeah, exactly. But so, I mean, it's a, it's a nice, it's another outlet. It's another way to connect with them and on their own mm-hmm. terms in uh, own turf essentially. And you can target all the, the, um, stuff towards them and what maybe they're more interested. I mean, I might not be interested in a particular topic that somebody, you know, in their 60s, 70s, you know, whatever, who's not using this particular medium might be, you know, it's, you know, more into one thing and they're more into another thing. So you can kind of target your message too, and maybe something, they might cover more of something versus something else. I think it gives them the ability to split demographics to your point, mm-hmm. um, bringing in that, that younger audience. And I, I'm not, familiar with voting demographics but i'm guessing the younger audience is the less the lesser of the likely to go out and vote and to get involved and engaged and to me that is that is correct this is probably this is definitely a way to get them engaged um as far as a model for news delivery for me um if there was more technology news i would probably get into that and then it would probably lead me down the path of oh I'm out of tech news to read. I'll go check out CNN or I'll go check out this or that. Um, I'd be interested to see what the intersection of like Flipboard users are versus Snapchat versus whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So, so for me, I would rather use something like Flipboard because it seems to aggregate other media networks as well, um, which is why I like Flipboard. 
that that makes sense to me. Just in, in terms of, of demographics, I know, you know, John, you're you're of the age. Or, um, uh, the thing that I read as I was uh, looking into Snapchat and after finding the story today was uh, something like, if you were born after, or if you were born before 1985, you will not ha- understand Snapchat at, at all. <laughs> no, um, no. What did you? Read? I was. Oh, I, I graduated from high school in 1985, so I'm 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 well within that category. Um, and, and 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 I and I and I love Flipboard and I love what it does um, as an aggregator and just a, how how stuff is presented. I still think it's one of the most elegant things I've I've ever come across on the internet. Um, but but uh, it, it I, I think Flipboard is something uh, where that can that can reach a, a sort of a wider demographic. Um, you know, which is maybe why John, you know, someone like you is a little bit younger than I am. You're going to look at that, and you're going to look at Flipboard, and um, but you may have a greater comfort with Snapchat than than most of the folks who would be who would be my age or, or older. Yeah, and that's one of the interesting things is there there was there was was that the Oregon Trail mm-hmm. post that you were you were referring to that you read because that was actually a really good post. Carla actually pointed out to me about there's like this. There's like an in-between age group of like the people that were born in the late 70s and up through like 82, right. where it's this weird intersected demographic of, I can still remember eight tracks, I can still remember records and tape cassettes <laughs> and yes. and all of those things. And, and I'm right at that brink of, you know, you came home from school and you jumped on AOL, but that was more towards the end of middle school and, mm-hmm. and, and through some of high school. So I can mm-hmm. remember a time when the personal computer wasn't in everybody's house, but a lot of people had them. Mm-hmm. And then into college when just right before Facebook and, and MySpace was big, Facebook hadn't really launched, made out past a couple campuses, things of that nature. So I feel like I am in that in-between generation yeah. of... I, I like this, but I can also understand both sides mm-hmm. of, of what's going on as far as Snapchat versus Flipboard versus let's go old school and let's just grab RSS feeds from everything because that that's another way to do it for the more right. technical people. Right. And, I, and I still do. Well, and that's where I like – I look at that. It's going to be interesting because I think there's going to either there, – there's going to be a segregation point where people – there's, you're going to have like the ultra techies and mm-hmm. you're going to have the people that don't care to figure out how things work or what to do or whatever. And they're going to be your Snapchat user, but you're still going to have those people that still go into IRC chat. And I remember um, going on to AOL back in the day and right. <clears throat> like old school news groups and things of that nature that still exist and are still very popular. But I just do not. I, I see them being for the more technical um, I'm kind of digressing from your point, but uh, yeah, I totally agree that you're going to have to start targeting demographics purely based on what social media network you're you're on, and you're going to have to probably sooner or later be on all of them. Mm-hmm. Especially for a big brand like that, mm-hmm. you just you just want that penetration everywhere. Uh, you know, whereas you know, I'm, t- I'm talking with smaller people, it's like, no, you got to pick one yeah. and do it good <laughs> before you move on. And and is there crosstalk? You know, Pinterest to your Facebook and everything like that. And my big thing with this uh, is it's very limited. Uh, again, part of that conversation was like, uh, pay attention to this. There's the Discover tab. There's a lot happening here. You're getting your Yahoo and Kitty Kirk's on there, and and there is news here. And it's really intriguing, and it's reaching out to that audience that's there in Snapchat. But 
you don't have access to it yet, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe the news, maybe the Post-Gazette will at, at some point, but can me as, whereas I can go on something like Clamor that we've been talking about here and be a mm-hmm. media presence as Sorgatron Media. I can't mm-hmm. go on Snapchat, be Sorgatron Media, and have that same level of presence as these guys. But then again, you know, there's that argument of the parody and, and you know, uh, you know, like YouTube. Any, I'm as equal on YouTube as far as content, as any of these properties, right? Right. Uh, so maybe they're just kind of making a little bit of a gatekeeper there uh, to take advantage of that because right, they're the ones that are going to pay money, right? Do they have the ability... The thing, the thing is you guys just said about um, uh, about tailoring content, maybe even down to specific platforms, I think that's, that's, a, that's a really, really good point. Um, uh, what the Washington Post does, and I, I haven't checked out all of the all, all the different channels that are, that are available now, but uh, in watching what the Washington Post does, um, a, a big reason why it is it is so well done is because it is edited. It is uh, someone who is familiar with the platform. I, I don't know mm-hmm. who the folks are, um, but someone who's familiar with the platform uh, takes the time and builds stuff that works for the platform. Um, and, and if more outlets can do that, whether we're talking about Snapchat or, or, or other platforms, um, that's that's going to be a big help. Certainly, certainly. All right, uh, let's know what you think about that. It, it's definitely going to be interesting to watch uh, Snapchat as they grow here. Uh, are, are there any point. of the media platforms where you can easily poll without using some other polling service? Pl- kind of joined into that. Google Plus has one. Do they have polls? They have. Okay. They have. A, they have a pretty good poll system. They just don't have a huge. And of course, stuff. Facebook on groups. Yeah, I feel like you're getting really into the. Than the smaller demographics, I'm trying to reach right. a wider audience, but hit those poll marks. It's hard to be CNN, have a page, and have a poll. Yeah, without yeah. something mm-hmm. else going on, right? Yes. So, yes. Um, anyways, uh, how about uh, Dutters? What's your uh, awesome thing of the week? Hey, we're gonna get a whole bunch of new stuff to watch on uh, Periscope. Yes, we are because it's now in the. Uh, it's all now on Android. <laughs> Google Play. Um, I think this is going to open up uh, a lot of, you know, a little more connection between people and more content. It'll be interesting to see who else jumps on company-wise with mm-hmm. Periscope, um, because now that it's on Android. Uh, because I, I actually saw another article about, um, kind of totally unrelated, about the, they're going to see in China, there's going to be, there, there's sort of been like a 20% increase over these last years of people buying new um, smartphones, and next year is going to be the year that it totally slows down to like 10 you know, 11% because it's oversaturated in China. And I was looking at the breakdown of who owns the market in China and it's Android is like 70%. There's iOS is only like, gosh, it was a little less than 20. And then they showed it like in 2019 versus today. And the only one that grew was windows phone. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of a side note along the way. So maybe Periscope on windows phone is definitely going to be the next jump. But, um, yeah, so I think it's going to be fun to see more content. We'll be able to connect with more of our friends. It's, it's not that limitation because it's, it's uh, you know Wheels in the chat room has been talking about uh, how you know he wants to get on something and we had Miroscope you know baited about a month ago. He's been testing out with that and he's been he's been meerkatting us on the show through the stream <laughs> with his pizza. <laughs> you know, I, you know stuff like that, and and I am seeing more people jump on even before this. And I'm already I noticed a new name. Uh, one of the guys, uh, like apparently uh, uh, Uncle Crappy, because I've been playing. I, I I queued up a Periscope here as we're going, <laughs> and just a little behind the scenes, you know, Ooh, kind of a little bit of what's going on here, right? And 
just just for anybody who wants to check it out, uh, Ken Ken in there says he's an insider now. Welcome. Yes, I'm getting stars and such. But uh, <laughs> no, I think yeah. It, 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 now there's not as big of a limitation on that, uh, mm. and uh, yeah, just just more great stuff. Like I said, mm. I've seen some names that I, I know from Wrestling Mayhem show. Uh, some of some of our readers or some of our listeners readers, geez, uh, and uh, it, awesome. You know, I mean, it is it is the biggest platform. You know, knowing that you know. Uh, anybody that's on Android can can hop on there. Is there so. is there any limitation to the device type that you can install? And that's the one thing I've started to notice pop up on a couple of my different Android devices, is where it's like this can only be installed on a phone. This can only be installed on a tablet. This can only and it's it's unlike the Apple way of you can install the phone app on a tablet, but you're going to get it it either enlarged or it's going to be kind of in that one X window mode. Versus, like, there's certain apps that may, maybe are iPad only, but you they don't even show up on the phone. We're trying it on my new. Um, so that that's one <laughs> of the things, and it, I find it interesting. You get into that kind of Android world of there's this tablet chipset, and this one can't run on Intel chipset Android devices. It can only run on ARM processors. So so I'm interested to see. I, I'm hoping they made it to the biggest audience possible mm-hmm. i'm not seeing uh, the anything th- the only oh, thing that i saw today was uh, and didn't reference uh, specific devices it just referenced and I, and I don't remember which which iteration of the uh, of the the os it was but uh you know this os version or or higher mm-hmm. um, okay should be able to be great. able to use it because one of the things that uh, i have a that samsung galaxy camera and i really really like it because it has the 21x um zoom lens on it oh yeah and um like the first couple versions of Vine worked great, and then Vine like regulated themselves to only specific types of devices, and the camera has a weird identifier that it's not a phone, it's not a tablet, it's kind of this in between. Mm-hmm. And when Vine did that, I wasn't able to do Vines on it anymore. I'm kind of curious to see because uh, if, if you've done Periscope, you know on here uh, you you get you get your your stats, and, and and if they're on Periscope, you see them. Now now at the bottom there's been you know web and not you know people not on there, and I think uh, does anybody know if you click the link on Android, maybe Wheels, you can tell me in the chat room if you click the link on uh, to like my tweet for Periscope on Android, did it? previously pop up as a browser and did it run because uh, i'm wondering if you're going to see those numbers change uh down here and maybe i'll just notice more people popping up like i, I see a lot of them right now i have seven eight viewers and uh most of them are our users some of them are in this room and i'm getting periscoped <laughs> over there by katie so i'm going to periscope her periscope we're going to cross the streams here and uh and there you go <laughs> and then and the other fun thing is a shout out since he's in the periscope to uh ken and i want to get your username here ooh, I, the camera. I think ooh, he's ooh, yeah ooh, ooh, wait a minute i just flipped Whoa. the camera and periscope has stopped oh Unfortunately, no periscope has stopped yeah oh uh, maybe if you start with the camera flipped let's try that <laughs> it was like <laughs> non-stop it didn't stop entirely it just it tells me that the connection is lost Mm. You're still you're still there somewhere. I did install it uh, to my Nexus that's sitting on my nightstand, so I can't really test it right now uh, as we were sitting here. Uh, but hey, uh, props to uh, Ken Smells Good out there. He he gets web viewers. Oh, he says he gets web viewers. And he doesn't Ooh. share the link on Twitter. That's interesting. Ah. That's interesting too. Uh, but he's been really trolling people on Periscope. Like he'll like something like he's been putting titles like descriptive porn. And it's just him sitting there and, and, and talking to people. Like, I, I there's, uh, there's something... Like, I saw a bunch of those come over my Twitter. Or, or actually, the notifications on here. And, uh, and, and, and finally, he's like, 
no lesbians here, Sorg. And I said, bah, and went away. Uh, so he's kind of having a fun uh, trolling experiment over there, uh, if you want to check out what he's doing. And uh, and hi, Mike's on there as well. So anyways, uh, but no, yeah, great that it's expanding. This is where the real war is going to happen between them, and I think Mercat is still kind of in a beta sort of situation. So uh, the, we'll, the, we'll see kind of how they fight it out as more people get in there. I have had uh, Periscope uh, shut down twice on me already. Oh, wow. Both when I tried to flip the camera. Uh, he says, wife showering got him 250 viewers, but it was just him sitting there drinking Fireball. <laughs> like, this is the kind of stuff he's doing. So, uh, you can have a lot of fun with that and, and get some other users. So, uh, goodbye Periscope, and we'll get back to the regular show. And even that, we got, uh, and you, can't, you can't do, I had 18 you could do Meerkat, you could do Meerkat from a PC, but you can't do Peris, per, Periscope from your basic computer, can you? You can't broadcast either. From yeah. a computer, you have to. It has to be on a mobile phone. Mobile device. So, um, oh, Jagoff is live. I wonder if he had an Android. We'll see what's going on there. Anyways, uh, but go check it out. Periscope, definitely get into it. It's the new rage. Welcome, Android people. It, you know, this is like <laughs> when uh, Android got Instagram got uh, on Android, right? And you know, finally it opened up. Uh, anyways, uh, Chilla, what is your? Oh, I, I saw this earlier today. What's your awesome thing so, of the week? So my awesome thing is Microsoft today announced that they are cross-platforming Cortana, which we thought was probably coming sooner than later. Um, so if, for those of you who aren't aware, Cortana, the voice assistant, it's actually based off of the voice assistant in Halo, um, competitor to things like that person mm-hmm. that talks on Apple devices and okay, that other Android platform mm-hmm. um, insert. I didn't want to set off a bunch of devices um, all at once, but this is the, I, I find this interesting for one mere fact that if you remember years ago, prior to, Oh geez, Avengers being, re- was it Avengers released on DVD or Iron Man three released on DVD? We um, reviewed Jarvis which was an app that was also artificial intelligence, but it was based on... You now, it had some plugins to the to the DVD or Blu-ray when you were watching, but it also had a bunch of AI-type stuff that it could, it could service. Um, and it did really well with a whole slew of things. Um, obviously, you're not going to be able to say... Um, to initiate Cortana via voice with like hand, in a hands-free mode... And she's not going to have access to things like your hardware and turning things on and off like you can on an iPhone and saying, hey, you know who, turn off Bluetooth or turn on Bluetooth or do whatever. Um, But I I really feel like this is going to continue to push the envelope for competition. And I think it's something that I have pretty good luck a lot of times with, with Google's platform. But I feel like it's as an as a Apple device user, it, it definitely lacks. And but I feel like Siri understands and uses a lot of general information and gets me the the in, what I'm actually looking for a lot faster and easier um, versus it's usually my second or third hit on the Google platform. And like I said, I just really think this is going to push the ball forward um, for everyone. And I always think competition's good, just like. Um, periscope coming to windows phone that's the one thing i think that really hurts them is they don't have the google platform and they don't have things like instagram but but this this is just step 
another step in Microsoft putting everything everywhere. Obviously, it's going to be the best on the Microsoft platform, but it's just another option for people to use on their device. There's a really good talk about, like, you know, Microsoft in general, uh, how when you're considering an iPad, considering what the difference is between that and, like, a Surface and what you get for that for usability, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a debate now, whereas it wasn't, you know, a couple years ago, right? Yeah. They really got to that point. And, uh, and it's interesting, interesting to see them kind of rise up again. I think it's only a matter of time uh, before you see iPad in, in trouble unless they do something very, very interesting in the next year. What is it? The one thing I think that, it, and Crazy Krause and I were talking about this, the, the one thing that I think is definitely going to be a big game changer for them is the touchscreen devices, tablets with styluses, and the ability to annotate websites. Yeah. So I could bring, like, I could bring up a website for the show, right? And I could draw right on it. Like a like I was showing instant replay footage on a on a sporting event, right? Um, that kind of thing I think is going to be where they really push the envelope. Where the iPad, you have to uh, take a screenshot, then run into Sketch, draw your arrows, draw this that. I mean, this is where I think Microsoft coming in late to the game always does them pretty well. Um, where I think they're really going to have the issue is just market penetration. I mean, look, look what it took for you to update your iPad mm-hmm. because the old one was doing just fine for for most things. I mean, and and how far are you off from updating yet again? I, I don't know. Right, it's already it's already kind of um how soon? How much longer do I have on this iPad three? Right, and uh, but. Eh, you know, I, I'll still find use of it. I'm well, sure. no, I think you're good, but I think the the three you're still probably going to get iOS nine, so mm-hmm. you're going to be at least good for another year, um, and and that's where I think Microsoft Microsoft expect expects faster hardware iteration <laughs> and transition for a user, and I think Apple, while they have their fan club, um, they uh, people get a lot more longevity out of their device. Right, right. So, I think that's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough thing for for Microsoft to break in with with market penetration numbers. But if they can go cross platform, why? Again, why does it matter? I mean, if if I already have an iPad and I can load Word, Excel, Cortana, PowerPoint, whatever I need, I don't see what the big deal is. It, it, they're turning into Google. It keeps saying they're going to be a, a services company, so they want you. In this area, they're not buying devices necessarily. Uh, you know, the phones, yeah, they mostly are selling most of their own phones now that they bought Nokia. But there's, aren't there still like Samsung Windows phones out there too? There's, I, and I heard they were going to do another one. There's the HTC One. Right. I mean, so it's not about selling devices. It's not about even selling the Surface. It's not about anything like that. They get, of course, licenses uh, on most of these. Except for the smaller, I guess even the phones are, are, I think they're probably on the free zone Mm -hmm. under their new licensing, right? Yes. So, yeah, it's just, you know, like Android, you know, you're, 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 I have the Google experience on my iPhone and, and it just would be best if you're on an Android for it in general, because you get all the extra, extra features for it. So, um, I think, I, I don't know about what it's going to take for this phone to, uh, to catch on, but I think in general, the services are going to. So, because I mean, how many people have Windows computers still, and will be upgrading? 
and and um, they'll just kind of follow follow that along to uh, whatever they're on. And and once you upgrade, and and I'm interested to see how this plays out for you, Sorg. I I heard today, once you upgrade, yeah, um, if you're you are not an enterprise customer, which I'm sure there's mad, all kinds of expense and magical hoops you have to jump through to become an enterprise customer. Uh-huh. Um, once you upgrade, um, there is no option to not update ongoing. Well, then we are never going to update the studio computer. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. That, that's a problem. Yeah, and that's, that, that was an interesting thing. And I don't want to digress down down a complete just epic hole of Microsoft. But that that was one of the things I was listening to on Windows Weekly was they were talking about the new SKUs and, and the whole update model. And one of the things Microsoft's blaming a lot of their issue on is that everybody's at a different point in the life cycle. And everyone has is at different patch versions across different operating systems across everything, and now Jeez. for 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 the majority of the the home editions and even the small business SKUs and whatnot, um, yeah, you're not going to have an option. Yeah, we're just going to stick around on eight point one on the studio machine. It seems to be chugging around just fine. But what's interesting is, do you think they're going to stop? So eight and eight one didn't get a lot of. Enterprise and corporate mm-hmm. pickup. Mm-hmm. It was probably primarily only sold on new computers. Yeah, and obviously the Surface One and Surface the Surface Pro One and Two did not sell as well as the Three is selling now. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much longer they support Eight, primarily because don't forget it's free upgrade. Um, so I, are we going to see? Are we going to see right. a long life cycle out right. of? Out I, of I, mean, I don't mind. I don't. I'm running Windows XP on some of these machines, and I still get the pop up about how service ended like a year ago. Um, <laughs> so I mean, when you're in a production <laughs> environment, you stay on what works. I'm going to stay on the last version of Wirecast. There's a new one since. I don't need the new features. I'm going to stay on Windows 8.1. It works. I don't need new features. I can turn this on. Hit record. Stream. We're going. And anything that messes with that, any new software, I mean, that's why you go to most production houses, you know, even even graphics people, you know, they don't want their Photoshop messed with, you know, mm-hmm. and they'll stay on. Some people are hanging on to their their Macs with Leopard on them that so they can run that Photoshop CS4 version that they still have a copy of because they paid six, seven hundred dollars for it, <laughs> damn it. They're not letting it go anytime soon. And they're not sold on this newfangled world where you pay a subscription for ten dollars a month for that same software and they're just not there how many versions how many um um mac office 2011s are you seeing out there in the wild oh yeah you know i had somebody said here just put office on this new on this mac and i'm like and they actually i think they handed me an office mac 2007 and i was like yeah uh wrong cpu i can't <laughs> aside from the fact that there's no cd drive in this thing uh you know i brought mine in and 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 no this isn't happening sorry uh it, and and that's that's kind of kind of it but uh yeah yeah anyways <laughs> all right i got one let's bring it around uh on uh podcasting we're actually uh, going to be addressing this uh, question tomorrow night uh, of course, evening with PodCamp, Crystal O'Connor from Libsyn will be joining us, and I'm going to ask her specifically about the Libsyn deal with Spotify. Why is that important? Uh, well, they announced a few things. They're redoing, they're 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 rebranding, they're adding on to Spotify, the music service, and you know, uh, there's been 
you know, a lot of conversation about the artists, what they're getting paid, what is that model going to work for Spotify? Uh, there's a couple things. First, this was interesting. I still kind of got a double. This isn't the thing I'm excited about, but it's part of part of the story. Uh, Spotify will match music to your running pace. Okay, okay, that's interesting. You know, I, I, that 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 could really kind of appeal to a lot of people that are out there uh, working out, and I guess especially it will especially if it's really really slow (laughs) (laughs) but still yeah so what happens what if i'm not what if i'm just not a fast runner right why 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 am i not getting anything over like mid-tempo grunge at this point right (laughs) and and and, and i'm curious to see how that applies or maybe they just say oh this is this is you being fast okay we'll speed it up you know for instance but the other the big thing is uh for me they have a lot of video content coming come to it, uh, much like I feel like we're seeing with Snapchat, like Comedy Central, part of this picture of Broad City here on this uh, article from Engadget, for instance. But uh, NBC, ESPN, ABC, uh, all part of this. So the, that software, including Amy Poehler, is actually going to be uh, producing exclusive content for Spotify on the service. Okay. But also, uh, via... Uh, no, there's actually something else. Uh, but they're actually also adding podcast to this it's not but it's not going to be you're not going to see awesome cast on this next week unless we change our service providers libsyn is one of the original partners so if you're on libsyn and i presume there's some other ones there this is this is the big name that i've heard connected to this but if you're on libsyn uh you're going to have an option and all it is is checking a box it's not any additional fee or anything like that and you will be listed on spotify which that's a huge audience. That is a that is a giant audience, and I, I wonder would, if this would this is going to force some people to switch providers. It's making me consider it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll mean, be I'll be quite <laughs> honest. It's making me consider it, and 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 I've said I well anytime I have a client that we have a budget or anything like that, they go on Libsyn. It's not even a question. And actually, that is I. I'm going to put my client podcast on Spotify. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look at that when I get into the office here later this week after this break here. And, uh, and, and we'll, we'll see what that experience is like. And it's going to be really great for them. you know. But I need to move from my host that I've been on for a really, really long time. And that's a lot of data to move. It's a lot of data to move. <laughs> now, I, I understand. I, I think Lipson's good about helping you with that. Like they're pretty good with the customer service side of things, and I've heard about people moving their feeds and having to deal with the old providers, and they do uh, do that interfacing with you. It, it kind of feels like if you go to GoDaddy and say, "Hey, please take me from this server and put my WordPress over here," like they do that. Uh, I don't know entirely. That could be a question we can ask tomorrow, for instance. But uh, a big big bump for podcasting in general. Obviously, not all of us are going to feel it. It's going to be the best of the best, or at least the ones that are decided. To to go with Lipson, which is probably one of, if not the most popular uh, podcasting uh, service out there. Um, I understand there may be some other things similar to this cooking up that we might be talking about tomorrow night. Um, if I read that email correctly, and I didn't just break an NDA, I didn't sign anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, but you're seeing a lot of this kind of stuff you're 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 seeing you know it just just lends to kind of the growth of podcasting or the regrowth of podcasting whatever you want to call it um and and i think it's really cool to see it's actually made me download spotify yeah i don't know what i'm going to do with it i'm already listening to three different music services right now depending on my mood so the the mood and i don't give uh, i don't give a crap to really 
decide what I'm listening to right now. <laughs> so um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Any other thoughts of this before uh, we move on? I think it's one more thing that would make me think about getting a, a Spotify subscription. Yeah, I'm still I'm still on the fence of what. Well, you don't pay for this part, but it's still yeah. Like, you don't pay for this, but I feel like I want to have an all-in-one type of bundle type of thing. That'd be nice. And it's one more thing to get people to the platform and then get them paying. Mm-hmm. Which obviously the whole point of these services is somebody has to make money. But it also doesn't have everything. It's not like like I get annoyed when something is not on Stitcher. And the only thing that keeps somebody from being on Stitcher is putting their feed in Stitcher. Right. Right. And that bothers me. You know, to go to, I don't know if I would go to Spotify. This is for somebody who hasn't already discovered their slew of podcasts, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this more helps. I'm already on Spotify. This keeps me there. But see, to me, it's also a selling point. Okay. Because it would it would get me over to there because it's one more th- it's one more thing where I only have to go one place. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about earlier, I I feel like I I don't want to be. I like the Flipboard experience because it brings everything to one portal for all of my news and social media and stuff. If I just want to peruse and not comment past like a like, um, whereas I'm st- I still can't find that from an audio perspective. Mm-hmm. Like I want my search. When I go into the search panel and I want to search for AwesomeCast or I want to search for They Might Be Giants, it, it, it should, I don't want to have to jump from service to service to service to try to piecemeal everything together, which is which is one of the reasons that that the whole Hulu, get Hulu and get Netflix and get Amazon Instant Prime and get this and get that. It's like by the time you're done, you're saving 20 bucks i would rather i would rather just not watch anything on the usa network right and call it a day right <laughs> right I, I i'd like i, I use spotify because it, it's it makes the most sense for me and and how i consume music um and and, and as john says uh if I, I i'm already there and i'm already paid for the service um it becomes uh more attractive to me if it, and it doesn't have to be everything but but a a Good selection of podcasts. Uh, some interesting video on top of that um, makes makes Spotify nearly untouchable uh, as far as a, a, a streaming entertainment option for me. And, and I think one of the things for me is is Spotify has an offline mode, and mm-hmm. offline for me is big because. I have those breaks in my commute every day where yep. I lose connectivity. So yeah, if you have a subway, if you have a spotty yeah. connection on mm-hmm. your way out to to work. It, it's, it's, it is big for people. That's why downloading podcasts to an iPod was so popular for the time being, mm-hmm. for instance, because we, we didn't all have connected. No one had connectivity back then, for one thing. <laughs> so, all right. Um, Kitty, did you have anything on this? No, no, you guys okay. just, just Just checking. Make sure I didn't skip anybody. <laughs> so, soon, uh, so soon we may be saying YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Oui. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't even name most of the other ones. We're on more services. Oh, you should name them all. Oh, jeez. We could make it like a sing-along. But you're like... <laughs> but you submit to these directories. is what you need. Ooh. There's, there's, there, you submit to these directories. And even just being on... By, by being on iTunes, you're on... I don't know. Just submit your thing to iTunes. Leave it up there for six months. Hopefully you're still doing a podcast in the meantime. And just go search for your podcast. And find out how many sites you ended up on. You know? I, I actually found a sh- one of our shows from two years ago... That 
And then I called them up and said, "Hey, how? Why is my thing? Oh, not called them. I emailed them. I used the contact form. I like a like a gentleman. And uh, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, um, I'm interested in your in your service, but I noticed you have some stuff for two years ago. Let's have a discussion." And we had a discussion, and it looks like we're going to get a show on their on their uh, network. And I'm very interested in doing that, and it, it turned out very well. Um, or half the time, the site's in Japanese. Uh, that's that's the other thing too. But at least it's getting out there, right? Mm-hmm. It's a place people can discover you, and that can help as long as everything leads back and they're not scraping it and reposting it so you can see um but not that i'm too too mad about that because we do release everything creative commons and even if i can't track anything i can kind of always skew that well and there's more because there's stuff we can't track there's just there's just always going to be more um it's out there it's in the internet it's in the wild um archive.org i'm putting stuff on there now too just 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 so it's there so i know that this conversation is in the library of congress and that's cool by me (laughs) um anyways so uh let's talk about connectivity with pizza okay uh slice on broadway friends of ours uh supporting uh (laughs) pittsburgh podcasting with great pizza and oh where it it comes they help us out they feed our in-studio guests here and we pizza the mics we pizza the mics here Uh, (laughs) rico and the crew uh doing some good stuff and uh it's it's fresh okay it's not that we it's been sitting down here for like two hours but still uh still tastes good (laughs) still amazing um fresh ingredients and uh, they have fun. Kitty had a Hello Kitty mm-hmm. pizza a few weeks ago for her uh, birthday, for instance. You know, we pull the pizza box out and Wicket shows up. Oh, yeah. The dog likes it. <laughs> uh, but go check them out there on the main street in uh, the main drag here in Beachview along the tracks. Main Street down in Carnegie, PA, if you can find an exit to get down there. I understand it's a little crazy on the parkway right now. Uh, but if you can, please go check them out. Uh, and they've been supporting us for well over a year. And uh, they've had they've hosted us a couple of times uh, for for their awesome cast. Uh, last year, I think we did our anniversary show there. And maybe we'll do it on such short notice because we just realized it's next week, uh, for instance. Uh, but go check them out. SliceOnBroadway.com. PGH underscore Slice on the Twitters. And, of course, on Facebook and Instagram. So... Uh, let's get back to the non-pizza-related news. I don't know. You never know. We could be doing drone delivery again. Uh, but getting into it. Hey, Instagram, they're doing highlight emails uh, coming to your inbox. One, hey, you got more bacon coming to your inbox, guys. Yay! Because uh, you already turned off all those Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube uh, notifications, right? You know, for me, actually, I welcome something like this because I, I like that one focal point. Like, this is what keeps me still with Google+, Plus. is I get to review my emails, and they're grouped in inbox already. So I was like, hey, here's all my stuff from Google+, Plus. here's all my stuff from LinkedIn, and and we can say, good, 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 okay, 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 move on, and, and, and whatnot. Pinterest, it's really nice for Pinterest, for me to remember that I have a Pinterest account, and, and, and post a couple of things every once in a while. It gets me back in there. What do you guys think of this? Anybody Instagramming? <laughs> We're already on I, I, I do, I do, and and um, I'm 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 not sure. <laughs> totally how, to be honest, I'm not sure how much I pay attention to this. I have stuff is sort of organized. Mm-hmm. Um, when when these start showing up, 
I, I, I have it open all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not sure that this is a, a, a huge thing for some me. some people maybe have a lot of follow, people they follow and it just kind of gets buried in there and you just need to surface it. Or yeah. maybe I'm yeah. busy and I haven't gone to my Instagram says, hello, I'm here. Um, and uh, you go back to your Instagram. That's, that's I, I totally agree. As, as a person that was on Instagram from bef- like a long, long time before there was any other integration and I just had a Gmail account with my Instagram account. Um, in fact, I don't have it. My, my Instagram is not linked to anything, which I'm sure people find weird. That um, is weird. <laughs> that is very strange. I mean, it's so linked, like, it'll show up on Facebook, but yeah. when I log into Instagram, I log in with my email account and my Instagram password, not with any other like cross off. I no, they don't do that. There's no cross off. I thought you could cross off with Facebook. Uh, not that I'm aware of. I don't know. I'm signing out and in like every time. So maybe okay. I'm doing this wrong. But so, so anyway, I was on, on very early and now I do wish, um, I could add groups like you can on Twitter mm-hmm. so I could quickly go in and resurface mm-hmm. people. Um, that would be cool. That's where I, I find this, this feature is going to be very nice as long as they do a decent job of surfacing what I want them to surface. Does it say in here how they're determining? Is it based on, because if it's just based on likes or something like that, I don't know if it's going to be enough for me. I, to my point earlier, I wish there was a way for me to group people or to, to group things. Well, didn't Twitter at one point... I See, I, I turned off a lot of my Twitter notifications, but at one point would send you... This is email saying, this is what you missed from blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and there's a what mm-hmm. you missed when you've, mm-hmm. you've gone back to the app. Yeah, but it used to be too. an email, mm-hmm. specifically, but I remember turning it off. Yeah, I, and there's an and email that's anybody. like, based on you following this person, follow these people, mm-hmm. and, and based on something you put in a hashtag, here's other content... Mm-hmm. It was more surfacing things that you may not be aware of because mm-hmm. you don't follow. Okay. But to to me, this is surfacing people that you do follow. Um. But again, like I said, how are they determining what they surface? Because if it's just based on likes or something like that, there's some people I follow that I know that have a ton of followers that are just going to be plenty of likes and i'm not going to get the stuff i want surface surfaced yeah Mm -hmm. that's where like there's um flow for the ipad i think um and there's also an i uh grids for instagram for mac os that i really like for this reason because i can bring up an entire Pages and pages all at once. Yeah, of Instagram yeah. photos. Yeah, I'll play with those. Through them. Also, um, really nice if you do have multiple accounts to get into them and and be interactive with them without having to juggle, you know, logging in and out of, mm-hmm. of several of them. Um, and then my, my biggest issue with with Instagram is is uh, I don't connect any other social media to my accounts except for my personal one because I always seem to screw that up and I post a picture to the wrong Facebook or Twitter. Depending on how my phone's set up, and uh, that gets a little embarrassing sometimes, <laughs> you know, when you deal with clients and such. Uh, yeah, it's almost to the point because of something like Instagram, you need the client phone to do the social media for the client, and you just cannot interact it with your own mm-hmm. at a certain point, especially if you're prolific on on social media to begin with. So, all right, uh, let's uh, take a look at a couple things here. Uh, uh, Chillo, which of your stories you want to bring up here? So, back on the Microsoft beat. Um, 
Microsoft has made, and I'm interested to see how this plays out. Microsoft has made a deal with I think LG and Sony mm-hmm. that their apps are going to become are going to come preloaded on Android tablets. So if you pick up one of the tablets, and I'm sure this is going to bleed over to phones as well. Yeah. Um, but here's here's the, the here's the catch twenty two right, and I, I I noticed this on my Samsung. So I, I have the Samsung Galaxy S six. It came preloaded with Office, mm-hmm. but the device came direct from Samsung. Mm-hmm. If I go into the AT&T store, it doesn't come preloaded with the same stuff because AT&T altered the image that's mm-hmm. distributed in their stores. Um, it doesn't take anything away when I, when I got the OS update or anything, but I'm interested to see. I'm glad they're going with tablets first because no one, I, I don't see many, many people that get a 3G, 4G LTE tablet. They're usually picking up their their Android tablets and wherever they get their electronics. Um, but what is this going to do for Docs Sheets and whatever Google's? Doesn't this? Uh, but you're not thing. getting it for free. You still have to pay for the service, right? You still have to pay for the service, but it's the view- you can do the viewers. And I've heard more and more some of the suite, the basic, basic, basic capabilities are might be available. Hmm. You see this a lot. Of course, you know we've been hearing about uh, Microsoft making deals with um, oh that alternative Android Cyanogen. Uh, yes, and basically doing a Microsoft up version of this, and, and Microsoft really kind of stepping in on a lot of Android versions like this. Uh, I think this is going to be this is the solution say, to. I think you're going to get a Microsoftified Android phone. And that's going to be the thing that actually does take off versus a Windows phone. People are familiar with Android and get a Microsoft version of that is going to... I think there's going to be a comfort zone with people, you know? Hmm. Or maybe even if you are uh, ingrained as a a, uh, a BYOD office person Mm -hmm. and you're like, I got to have my Outlook, having the device that says Microsoft all over it is... you're going to find more of them, I think, at a certain point here. Or having that on there on the Samsung LG, like, oh, I can do my office here. That is a that is an attractive point to people that use that, mm-hmm. that depend on those, those those software programs. Especially if you've tried to use like other third-party viewers for PowerPoint documents. Yeah, and you realize oh. how much doesn't work. <laughs> uh, pie charts and like it's like fifty percent, and the pie chart is just either a hundred percent full or there's, it's just. Looks it's, it looks like Wingdings font everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it's hard enough going, and 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 somebody's not not worked because you know again the the office situation. Somebody went to a pretty big uh, the keynote for this conference had videos, and there were no videos. And I'm wondering, you know, was it a thing that they weren't embedded, or was it a version problem? Mm-hmm. You know, they were on a Mac. That's definitely an older version of Office on that Mac. What didn't work, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I think you're always going to have that. I, I, hell, I see problems making stuff in Keynote and put, throwing it up to uh, uh, Google Slides. Mm-hmm. It's an issue. So. so, so keeping it, allowing that to cross platform, especially from at least the viewer perspective, I think it's going to give them inroads. And I wonder, like I said, I really like to see the competition. I'm hoping this doesn't hurt the competition and and other companies don't continue to update their products or try to really push 
push the envelope. Maybe maybe we'll see something at Google I know next week, and Google's going to come back with some kind of power play. But I don't know. I, I'm very interested to see how this plays out, and will it bring people back to a lot of the Microsoft platforms that wouldn't typically use them on their phone mm-hmm. or mobile device? So I, I I came across this app and actually and the link I have there if you guys are in the show notes uh, it's actually an email I got it says we miss you at Moju and I'm like well I didn't know that I missed Moju and I don't know maybe I got on a list maybe this used to be another app that I tried out and I you downloaded once did I cover this I think so in an old show we did so so they, they did miss me at Moju uh, you just didn't miss them I didn't miss them maybe I signed up for it. <laughs> Made, okay, made a really, really good impression. Maybe, maybe it's worth, uh, maybe it's worth revisiting a little bit. So I downloaded the app and I was like, okay, let's check it out. Their email marketing worked. Okay, uh, M O J U. If you want to check this out. Now, what happens is, uh, if you go to some of the samples here on their website, let me pop that up. Uh, also, they caught my attention because there's a May Apple Watch giveaway. So if you go make some mojus, uh, you're automatically entered. So. This is this was my experience first popping into this. So you make these. It looks like Instagram. It looks so much like Instagram. It's ridiculous, right? Look at that font. Look at that blue bar across the top. But what happens is if you're on the web, I'm moving my mouse left to right, and you see an animation happen, right? Now I haven't made one of these yet, but uh, and also you guys are familiar with uh, Facebook when they do images and they're. Is it paper? It was that that application they did, and there's that you know you move your phone and it moves from side to side, mm-hmm. and that is happening here with this glass of iced tea and and the uh, light over it. You know, it it it's it it's catching that accelerometer and it's adding movement to it. Now, I'm kind of curious, how do I make one? I haven't looked at that yet, but uh, I mean, again, it's one of those like it's a cool idea. When I think that we we were talking about when we talked about this, we, we were talking about like 3D. Because you can you can definitely give like a three D effect to things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like you could three D almost scan like a action figure or something along those lines. Um, I think we were talking about this back when Vine first started. Like the, the, that's where I want to think that we we kind of started the conversation. But it, it it's an interesting concept. The one thing I will say that does not lend itself well is the web interface. Having right. to drag your um, cursor across the picture left to right does not work as well as using the accelerometer, to your point, on the phone. You can actually do I did one real quick here in the studio uh, that should be posting to my Facebook, I think. Uh, it's actually uploading right now. It is just you, you move your, your phone in a motion, and, and that's it. And... Uh, you guys can see here in the studio what's going on. I want to see if I can get the Facebook oh. on there as Your well. Your Facebook came up. Oh, my Facebook came up? Oh, Facebook error. Oh, I wasn't able to share to Facebook. That's interesting. Oh. But, you know, you just get that little bit of a movement. Whee. And, you know, and this is just moving my phone back and forth. So it's like a motion Instagram, and I'm still kind of figuring out, why would I do this? <laughs> you know, um, I... I I don't know what the audience is there. I feel like this is something. I think this would be interesting if it integrated into Instagram. Like if this was a feature of Instagram, I think I think like people would they would take advantage of that more than say video, mm-hmm. for instance. So worth looking at. Check it out, Mojo Labs. 
But, and I find it completely addicting, though. Yeah. Like, and that's the hook. <laughs> like I could, I could sit here. Like this is bad. Like I could sit here for quite some time and just. Oh, look neat. at the kitty. <laughs> but like, no, I mean, like I go to their website and check them out because, like, you mm-hmm. just sit here and I, I feel like and I don't want to stop hitting load more. And this one, this has a lot of stuff, and they're putting multiple images in here, and you have to really move your mouse slow. In order to go look through this labyrinth, stonehenge looking thing, you know, I mean, it's you can do a lot with it, and maybe you can do something and kind of you can make like '80s music video looking stuff out of this. There's no audio though. That There's no audio. Kinda... It's all visuals. Here's one that's like definitely a bunch of different pictures, and you can see uh, the vertical, horizontal pictures go kind of crazy, uh, you know. So it doesn't really work out all that great. Or here's one where you create a little bit of an animation coming around. You know, just you know, this is just them kind of plugging their hashtag uh, campaign here. Uh, it's interesting. It is interesting. It's not video, and I'm also curious to see how does this play out on Facebook as well. So maybe that's something that we'll be playing with over the next week. So, so speaking of Instagram and a little bit of a video here. Sorry, I'm I'm totally jumping off that's track fine. here. Um, Dunkin' Donuts. I follow Dunkin' Donuts on um, Instagram, Dunkin and they Donuts. did a video. And it's it's a really it's a very short loop of like two seconds of this. I don't know if you can see it there, but it's the water moves, so it looks like a picture, mm. and then the water's just moving. Okay, is that sponsored? No, I actually follow Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, um, but it's it's this these two girls sitting by the pool with their drinks, and they, it's, it's a very like I said, it's only I think it's a looping two or something video. So it looks like the girls aren't moving. Nothing in the scene is moving except for the water. So you're just kind of like this really chill looking. <laughs> And I've never seen anyone use video like that before. Really subtle, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it catches your attention. Is there anything else in there? Is there any logos or anything? Um, um... The only thing is, is their drinks. And now, think, they made that video, they put it on Instagram, that automatically went to Facebook, most likely, and now that is also auto-playing in your Facebook feed. So, and again, something that you can slide by, mm-hmm. and it and it catches you. Wait, what was that moving? Wait, was that video? Wait, what, what, what was this? And uh, wait, and now you're looking at the Dunkin' Donuts account in general. And here, I'm going to pull it up here so you guys can see it. Uh, so, and if you work at, look at certain parts of the water, you can see where it kind of. Oh yeah, you can definitely see the water moving in this video. But you can see the loop. It's it's just really neat because it looks like it's just. I am kind of curious because I, I feel like they cut everything else out, and I feel like this is a picture in the front. Like, cause there's no look of movement. Like, it, 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 it actually, as I'm looking at this, I think I can kind of tell the cutouts too. Watch, <laughs> actually, watch the water right between the drinks, and it's a loop. Yeah. And it's so if these girls are just sitting there and not moving, I mean, like, I'm not, you know what I mean? It really could go either way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now we're de- now we're now we're deciphering this thing, and meanwhile we're yeah. showing. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, Dunkin' Donuts has kept you past your 32 second threshold of, of even more yeah. so. And uh, and and we've we've exposed our logo to our entire audience for how long right now? Yeah, and now I'm uh, one of those orange slushies. Yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> Way to go, Dunkin' Donuts! Somebody needs to make a Dunkin' Donuts run. Uh, anyways, please sponsor us. <laughs> we love you. Um, I'll eat poorly if if it's all sponsored easily. That diets be damned if they sponsor us. Um, anyways. Send us munchkins. Too bad too many Boston hoes. Boston cream. 
Boston mm. Green. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Chilla, it is time for you, because I think you're the one who follows everything as close as anything. I hear the rumors. But it's time for you to speculate wildly, as a podcast will do, <laughs> on Google I.O. coming up this week. When you all thought I was crazy with the new Mac, the new MacBook getting one USB-C port. I still think you're crazy, <laughs> and Apple is included on that. Uh, and and that, I was just kind of reiterating. So so Google I.O. and at the end of this week, the 28th? The um, Thursday is the keynote. Yeah, keynote. That's going to so, be very difficult for me to go to listen to. Um, I do think we're obviously going to get a new Android flavor mm-hmm. or candy. Um, mm. Was it M? M. I'm not gonna, I, I don't think I don't think they're going to go for another partnership like that. I think it's going to. If they do, I hope it's Mallow Cup. I feel like I'm a huge fan. Mallow of I know I'm old. <laughs> Mallow saying Cup. That Mallow Cup. Oh, rock. I think that's going to be very divisive. <laughs> Maybe this is where Mellow Yellow makes their move. <gasps> Ooh. Um. But anyway, so we'll get it. We'll get a flavor. We're a new, new candy snack operating system, and we didn't get the name the last time. If you remember, it was Android it was L. L for a very L. long time. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if we'll get the name, but I think there we're going to hear a lot about where. Um. I I think you're going to see it go cross platform. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to follow Microsoft on the cross platform journey. I got I got some watch talk after this. By the way, I want to fit in real quick. Okay. Um. You laughed at me also for Aura, um, which is the modular phone that they've kind of kicked off in full-fledged Puerto Rico. I think that's going to take center stage. Um, I I think they're going to attempt yet again at more TV-type stuff, if you remember the review from many, many moons ago and the queue that never made its shelves. Um, and then we're now on the, the Google TV with the Nexus puck. Um, I think we may see some stuff on, um, auto as it hit Hyundai this week. Um, they kind of made some announcements. I think you're going to see some stuff in VR that takes cardboard to the next level. Um, and there was one other thing that I read about that was, seemed like it could definitely be a play. Oh, I think, I think... If they really want to sweep it, I think you're going to see or at least hear about Google Glass V2. Really? I th- I think if because I if I know Google, they know that their the hollow lens took center stage. I I think you're going to start and and they've started to redo what they're doing with Google Glass. I I think we're going to see or at least hear about the extension of maybe where come to the next version of Glass. Because there's no reason why it couldn't. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is they're starting in, in the new version of where to take into account the accelerometer to be able to do things beyond just the touch. And if you pay attention as a Google Glass owner and an Android uh, Wear owner, a lot of the finger gestures on where are the finger gestures on, not that there's that many on either, but are the same finger gestures on glass. So I think the where operating system based on Lollipop is going to be easily portable to the, the, the glass. 
And they're they're getting full day battery life out of where? Um, and putting that into and adding a camera on should not be hard to put on your head. So we can talk next week on how many things I was wrong on and how awesome I oh, am. Oh, we'll be going. I'll probably have a uh, I'll probably have a quick uh, mini awesome cast probably sometime Thursday with some quick comments and kind of a rundown of it. Uh, I think that's how we're going to use that uh, this week at least. Uh, we'll see how we. Someone can... said the like day two there was a big keynote. I thought they were only having one this year. Um, where did I read? So just about Google's advanced technology and products division does mm-hmm. make headlines, and the outfits gets a primo slot on IO two, IO day two. Huh. To spell its secrets. Well, it, it, you mentioned watches, and I did get a chance this past week to try out the Apple Watch. So what, it, I'm right? still oh, oh. I'm still sitting here waiting for mine to even move mm-hmm. past ordering process or order processing so what uh, were your thoughts because well, i never even tried one on. Well, there, there it is I, I i did put on my pebble watch right next to it uh missy went in she's actually really considering it i like it it's really slick and actually <laughs> I, I can't see anymore <laughs> the black aluminum on sport edition i like that's what i got that's all i would get that's seriously all i would get um and i like you know and, and again i have the comparison photo here um i completely see getting it and i still have the pebble as like the oh i don't want this to get messed up today watch right how did you how did the back and this is something i'm i'm realizing and i actually took it off because christopher goes crazy when it's on my wrist when i get home from work so i i, I have actually gotten in the habit of taking it off when i get home mm-hmm. but the moto 360 it's it's not comfortable on my wrist really and it, that's the one thing i've gotten more and more i will say i've gotten more and more used to it Mm-hmm. But I've also gotten more and more used to not being able to use the heartbeat sensor and not be, to be able to use some of the back end setup because I cannot handle it being that tight to my wrist all day long. Uh, oh, because you need it tight like that. Mm-hmm. I've actually been wearing this super, super like on the, the the widest loop and just letting it kind of hang. And I, I've also had a little bit of a skin irritation because of some uh, uh, poison oak stuff I'm still trying to clear up here. And I keep, I keep re-irritating it with the watch. Uh, but uh, I, I, it, it was comfortable. And, okay. you know, again, you know, uh, you know, just you get 15 minutes with the thing even like that. Uh, but uh, the process was interesting. And uh, I was glad I waited because I wasn't like didn't have to get a you know schedule a time or anything like that. I could tell. I swear, nice older lady showing us this and talking like I like this. It's fashionable and da da da. You know, you know, kind of giving that kind of advice to it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm just like, what? Where am I? You know, um, I was very. It had a great conversation. We talked for a good twenty minutes, you know, or so about it. both Missy and I tried them on, and uh, and I'm like this. They hired that lady. She was showing off jewelry in Macy's before this. Had to have been, right? <laughs> like, you can tell that's the people they're hiring for something like this. Um, because but it, you're, if you're coming into the store, you know what this does. Exactly. So you, you're that might be the pushes. Like, oh, you know what? This is kind of funny, you know. But oh man, on your wrist it looks great. Exactly. And well, and then she has the drawer that comes out. The secret drawer comes out, Ooh. and you get all these different bands. And she talked me into trying out the the medium model of it because get the nicer band. It's a silver. But I, I, I seriously do just like the black aluminum better, just as far as a look for me. 
you know, I'm very basic when it comes to those kinds of things. And uh, with the fluoro elastic, with the fluoro elastic, which even she says that's a fancy name for rubber. Um, <laughs> I like her. <laughs> uh, she was great. She was she was tremendous. Did uh, you try on any of the other bands though? I did. I did. I, I I I just tried it on like the sport one, and then like the oh, which one was it? I didn't do the metal one, but what was the other one? I think it was. I think it might have been leather. Not okay. leather. Do they have leather? Something like that. Whatever that fancy named one was that, that that's the, the Milanese, stuff, loop. Milanese loop. And a Milanese loop. What was loop. the clasp like on that? Because isn't it like kind of like a magnet? Yes, it was, and I kept playing with it. I, I got like, like I'm just playing with the magnet on my wrist. So that, just so, so, just keep talking. Just keep talking. So back to back to our our conversation about the band and, and being tight to the wrist. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is actually one of the things that they really took time on was the clasp and the ability to clasp at any point. If you're not using the fluoroelastomer, AKA rubber um, (laughs) band. And that's where I I feel like they really thought through the concept of, I have to have something flat laying against my wrist. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to make the comfort difference, which I didn't buy an extra band, but I think that's going to push me to get a different band. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. You'll be (laughs) fine on this thing. It's as long as it's, and like I said, that's the one thing that's, that's, that's not that I'm not happy with the Moto 360 about. And I've actually thought about, oh, I wonder if other people are going to start making bands like they make the Apple Watch, and I would actually go out and buy a third-party band for the Moto. That was my question. I said, were they going to patent the connectors? I don't think they're... I, yeah. I think... Seen that yet. I don't know if they're patented, but I know they're doing like a mate mfi standards so okay. you're going to be able to yeah other yeah. companies are going to be able to make more bands and that's what i'm looking forward to like i'm going to go to five below in six months <laughs> pick up just like i do my iphone cases right mm-hmm. um i mean that's 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 what's really going to happen Let's, let's be honest about this. All right. Uh, so with that, lots of things going around. Uh, of course, uh, Google I.O. Evening with PodCamp, PodCampPittsburgh.com. That's coming ha- happening down at the uh, hardware store in Allentown. Uh, we have uh, a few other events, including, hey, Thursday, there's a P. Dutters uh, sent me something. Katie, a P. Dutters. do you know anything about P. this Dutters. event? There's a P. Dutters. He's a, he's a Papa Dutters now. He's a Papa Dutters. <laughs> Uh, visualizations, I believe? Yes, something about visualizations. Shades of Grey, seeing beyond the color encoding data visualization group uh, here in Pittsburgh. So please go uh, check that out. Look that up on meetup.com. And uh, we've been sending the link out on our social media as well, so you can look through on that. Create Festival is June 10th through 12th. Ward Camp Columbus, July 17th through 19th. And uh, I heard rumbling somebody's going to try to do one in Pittsburgh. So I'm looking forward Ooh. to that. PodCamp Pittsburgh, of course, in August. PodCampPittsburgh.com for info there. Uh, I have a Basics of YouTube uh, screencast thing that I did today uh, at the Carnegie Library. You can go check that out in the uh, uh, outline and, and, and notes and, and links and all kinds of fun stuff in there if you want to get a little more in-depth with YouTube itself. We visited the coin Hall of Fame in Aliquippa, and uh, up here in Hopewell Township. We talked to, uh, uh, say, Chris Aiken from uh, from there, one of the co-founders last week. 
on the awesome chat. You can check out at awesomecast.net. Uh, but we also went there for their VIP party, and we you can check out the video. Check out these awesome games. There's like four or five hundred games in this place, and oh. it's it, not just video games. Tons of pinball, rows of pinball, and just like old stuff that I've never even seen before. I played a six million dollar man pinball machine. Like like obscure stuff, and it's really really cool to see. We got a video about that, and you can check out some of the stuff we've been playing, including how goofy it looked when uh, Chachi and I played a two man fire truck game. They have a fire Did it squirt water. No, actually, they have a fire rest. No, this one was just a driving game, and somebody just uh, one controlled the caboose as you're rounding corners, and it's like, oh god, I remember that. You remember that? Crappy, we got to get you up to this because it it stops. Wow. Like Mortal Kombat is the newest game, and you don't have much okay. from the '90s in this thing, right? That's when Mortal Kombat all you had was like high kick, low kick, right? Punch, low punch, right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and 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 it has like RoboCop and Ghostbusters. There's no Ninja Turtles, any of those '90s classics or anything like that. It's basically through the '80s and then stops. And then they have some newer, a uh, couple Do they of have newer. Tubin? pinball i did not see tubin Ooh. there is a paper boy we can talk about yes. that we're going to talk about this extensively probably on boss battle right after this so check out insertcointobegin.com about this uh, i just saw the video pop up over here in the, in the quarter there's a baby that if you saw for a second a baby uh pac-man that uh you have the video game and then underneath is a partial pinball machine that you just go into the tunnel and then you play pinball pinball um in <laughs> a turkey shoot game where the feathers fly when you shoot the turkeys so a lot of fun. Go check it out. Uh, uh, coinophof.com to check out what they have going on there if they're, you're in the Pittsburgh area. This video at insertcointobegin.com. Uh, anything else? Is that it? Is everything? Did we hit all the things? Enough of the things. Uncle Crappy. Most of the things. Check them out. UncleCrappy.com. You writing a lot over there these days? I don't know if I saw much popping up lately. Uh, Uncle Crappy. Yeah, occasionally. Occasionally. There's, uh, this spring has been busier than it's been for a year or two, maybe. Um, well, you're helping to build a media empire over there, so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Slowly but surely. Hey, empire building is, is hard, okay? It, it, it's difficult work, time consuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to be patient. Exactly. But it's coming. His last post over here is Dynamite. Oh man, those are good sandwiches. Go read that one. Oh, go read that. One. <laughs> oh, if, you, no. if you like Sloppy Joe's, do I mm, trust me? I, like, I haven't had Sloppy Joe in nine on ten years. Um. Anyways, on the couch, K Dutters at K Dutters on the Twitters. Hi. Uh, I have nothing. I have nothing. Hi. 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 At Chilla on the Twitters. That's where I can be found. Watch <laughs> Chilla on the Facebooks. How awesome. do people get old? Do they pluralize everything? I don't know. Something to think about. Yes. Well, it's also the Walmarts, the Kmarts. The, my mom used to always say Nintendos. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can check out all the awesome casts at awesomecast.net. Join us live, live.awesomecast.net every Tuesday, uh, somewhere between 6 and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us on the social medias Facebook. Use the Sorgs. <laughs> Twitter, uh, subscribe on YouTube, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, tune in, something or other. I don't know where all we're at these days. You can find us. You can find the awesome cast. If you listen to us, subscribe to us on the thing that you discovered us on if you're really digging this show. Um, you know, the thing with the buttons and the... And, and the, the retweets and the favorites. And the retweets and the favorites and the likes and, you know, and... Uh, the, the pins plus and the boards ones. and the pluses, plus ones. I don't know. Pinnace. Thank you to our awesome chat room that's been hopping with us all night, giving us some feedback. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. We're getting awesome. We're getting awesome.
show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.